May the words of my lips and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable to you, O Lord, our Saviour and the light on our journey. Amen. Baptism, the essence of our gospel reading this morning. When was the last time you thought about your baptism, if you've been baptised? Have you ever thought about your baptism? Today in our gospel reading from Mark, we heard of Jesus' baptism in the River Jordan. The place where Jesus' baptism by John took place is disputed by the tourist operators along the Jordan as they jostle to attract pilgrims on a visit to the Holy Land to their particular site. I know, I experienced it. That's no wonder, really, the river itself is a tiny little river, one that could be referred to as a creek when compared to our mighty New Zealand rivers. Wherever along the River Jordan Jesus was actually baptised by John, the event was clearly very important, recorded as it was in Mark's Gospel. Baptisms are important events. They are times of new beginnings and times of new possibilities. We do not have a baptism here in the church today, and I think that this becomes then a perfect day to talk about baptism, because I want to talk to you about baptism as something more than that happens to some, when someone is baptised, usually as a baby, in a church service. I want us to think about baptism as something that is happening all the time throughout our life. In a sense, baptisms are times of inspiration and renewal in our lives. They are times of new beginnings and new possibilities, and in many ways are tied to the season of epiphany, which is about a moment of sudden and great realisation. I don't remember my baptism in a church. It was actually in Geraldine. I was just a baby but I remember so many times that I have been baptised again throughout my life. I remember, for example, when our son was about six years old and getting down on the floor with him and pretending that they, we were in different kinds of space vehicles made out of Lego, flying through the galaxy, reaching the very outer limits of the universe in the 1970s. That was one of my baptisms, he was baptising me into playfulness and imagination, things that in a busy adult life are so easy to set aside in a race for qualifications and the ladder of employment and financial security and all the like. I remember standing here in this beautiful church in May 1969 as I married a young man from Southland and I remember how I sat in a little church in Riverton, Southland, 34 years later, as a young widow, on the day we buried him. Both of these experiences, in such different ways, baptised me into being a wife and mother and a person who shares in ways I could never, ever have imagined. I remember a trip to Addis Ababa in Ethiopia, where I met Dr. Catherine Hamlin of the Hamlin Fistler Hospital, who was still assisting with operations at the age of 85, so that women physically damaged while giving birth to a child, often the child was born dead, 
could return to their village to lead a meaningful life. In that encounter, I was inspired by what one could do for others at any age and at any stage of life. And as I walked through the wards in the Hamlin Fistula Hospital with Dr. Hamlin, I vowed to work for others as I was given the health and skills to do the job. I know I was being baptised that day into the lives of others at that time. And I think about the people that have come to me as a psychologist in my practice and said to me, I'm not sure how to keep going. I have this huge problem and I don't know what to do. And every one of them baptised me as a psychologist and as a priest in the waters of their life, inviting me to listen, actually to listen, not to ask, but to listen more carefully and help them find their own solutions to their challenges. And I often return to days past in my journey on, on this earth when challenges that seemed too big for me to cope with alone baptised me into the truth of my pain and my brokenness and into the possibilities of something new, a different way of being, a different way of living. And I, can, and I can't count the number of times that the waters of baptism flowed out of my eyes and down my cheeks as I once again realised how real life is, how beautiful life is, how fragile life is, how challenging, how painful it can be at times. Every one of those was a baptism. Every one of those was an experience in which I opened myself or the world opened me and my life was deepened and I was awakened, I was enlarged, I was different and changed forever. Those baptisms were as holy, real and life-giving as that first day a priest poured water over my head in the name of the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit. Baptism doesn't just happen in the font at the back of the church. We've been taught and have come to believe there is only one baptism in the church, and that is absolutely true. That is right, but I want to put the emphasis on in the church. In the church, there is only one baptism. In life, however, we are baptised over and over and over again. Looking for and considering these baptisms helps us to consider God's great love for us, a love that was heard also at the baptism of Jesus by John in the Jordan 2,000 years ago. We read and heard, And a voice came from heaven, You are my son, whom I love, with you I am well pleased. Every time we come to those places in our life, those people and those relationships, that open up to us and invite us to, meet, to be more fully ourselves, we are being baptised. Every time we experience something that cleanses our eyes, opens them, and we can see more clearly, we are being baptised. Every time something happens in our heart and we love more deeply, we are being baptised. And every time we begin to live from a new place of wisdom or gratitude, we are being baptised. That one baptism that happens in the church is very important on our Christian journey, but it was never intended to be exclusive. 
It is a pointer to all the other baptisms we have in our life. The waters of baptism are everywhere. Our marriage and relationships, our parenting, our friendships are all baptismal waters, no matter what the outcome for each of those ones is. Our work and vocation are baptismal waters. Our passions, our dreams and creativity are the waters of baptism. Our concerns for justice, so important at this time in our world, and our concerns about human dignity are baptismal waters. We learn from these experiences. Our pain, brokenness, sorrows and losses are all baptismal waters. The stories I've told you are not unique to me. Every one of you sitting here and on live stream, you have these experiences too. Think of the many selves that make up your life and who you are. Look at the people, the relationships, the experiences in your life. In what ways have you been baptised? Where is your life being cleansed, renewed or deepened? In what baptismal waters are you being immersed at this time, including living and surviving during the time of a global pandemic? Have you changed and grown during that time? We need the fullness that all of these baptisms offer. We need to be transformed and resurrected. We need to be renewed and brought back to different ways of life. And there are other parts of us that are just waiting to be born. Seeds of possibility, hope and new life deep within us, no matter what our age or stage of life. Waiting to be watered and brought to fruition, no matter when this happens. The water of baptism is not contained solely in the fonts of our churches. The world is our baptismal font, and our relationships, the people in our lives, our experiences are the holy waters in which we are baptised. What parts of your life are being washed, renewed, healed? What is waiting to be born and brought to fruition as you walk on your journey? What can you let go of so that something new can arise. Even as our physical bodies need water to survive, grow and remain healthy, so does our soul. These many baptisms we experience often happen in community and in relationship with one another. No one gets baptised alone or in isolation. We guide and help each other into the holy waters of life. When we baptise in the church, it is others in the community that, sound the, that surround the baptismal candidate and vow to support that one in his or her life in Christ. We will, the congregation declares. And so it is with our baptisms in the world. We do not baptise ourselves. The stories I told you about some of my baptisms could not have happened apart from all those people, those wonderful people around me. Each one, in his or her own way, brought me to the waters of new life. 
how might God be in the process of enlarging, awakening, transforming, or deepening your life right now? Jesus said, my teaching is not my own. It comes from him who sent me. Jesus presents the journey of faith as a pilgrimage, a baptism, begun in an uncertainty and in fragile trust in God. Are you a willing participant in God's plan for you through all the baptisms that you experience on your journey in the years ahead? Now that's worth considering in a new year. And to God be the glory. Amen.